wrote this article titled, I Don't Know, and it really encompassed a lot of how I'm feeling today. And, and you would think 85 years later, we ought to know something. But the truth is, we don't know what God is going to do. Hmm. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. When you put the chairman of the board, the CEO, and executive vice president of a ministry in studio together, the conversation is likely to be lively. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Dan Chapman, grandson of Bible League founders William and Betty Chapman, Yo Snoo, president and CEO, and Rob Bullock, executive vice president of Advancement. Together, they experienced an air of excitement and yet resting in the Lord at a recent gathering of staff and partners in Bangkok, Thailand. And together, the four of us will remember 2023 and look forward to the challenges and opportunities facing us in this 86th year of ministry in 2024. Guys, let's begin by having you take us back to November in the country of Thailand. Yeah, thanks, Michael, for having us. And uh, this conference was just a really special moment for Bible League. 85 years of ministry. Mm. Uh, You know, to think about humble beginnings, two people, and ending up with people representing 44 countries, 135 people together. It was just a really special Mm. moment. Yeah, just an incredible spirit of unity in that diversity. Uh, that variety of people, as you said, from 44 countries and yet just united in prayer, united mm-hmm. in a uh, spirit of celebration of all that God has done and all that God is doing uh, and excitement for what's ahead. Yeah, It reminded me of uh, a verse that my grandmother uh, shared with me literally on every occasion that we were together. I think every card I've ever got from grandmother mm-hmm. had Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 on it. And I think those verses are relatively well known. Um, and sometimes I, I'm tempted to stop, you know, at verse six, where it says that we, we can trust in him. Right. Um, and that he is going to lead us in the right way. But if we continue on to verses seven and eight, uh, there is a wonderful blessing in verse eight where it says it will be like refreshing drink and medicine for your body. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that that verse has resonated with me uh, coming home from that conference. It felt like a refreshing drink. <laughs> and medicine to our body. Mm-hmm. And I'm just grateful for that time together. What are two or three of the takeaways? You know, you guys spent time in sessions. This wasn't a, you know, this wasn't a, uh, a vacation for you guys. I mean, you went there with the intent of, uh, you know, doing some heavy lifting, right? Looking at our opportunities and our ministry. T- talk about maybe two or three of the, 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 the takeaways that you can share from that time with our staff and our partners. Yeah. One, one of the things that Dan said, you know, that it, it, this conference, this conference really ministered to us. And you look at ministry and you use the words opportunity and and open doors and there's always things to do in ministry. There's Mm. always activity. And I think people came to the conference with maybe kind of a similar idea of we're going to do activity. You know, we're going to look ahead. We're going to be busy with each other. Mm. And we started the conference with the concept of God's rest, the Sabbath, Mm. you know, take time to reflect on God take rest because ministry starts with God and so if we don't return to God and we don't take the rest and the time to reflect on what he is doing we're missing the point our ministry is about transformation transformed lives but it also counts for us if as ministers Mm. there's no transformation in our own lives you know what's what's the point so I think that was a wonderful thing that, that happened in the conference is that we were all going back to the Lord in prayer and scripture and we took time mm. to rest 
And um, I think that but nobody really expected that. But as Dan said, it, it ministered to all of us, and it, it just, we walked away with, re, you know, with a refreshed soul. Yeah, there were ministry leaders there who've been with Bible League for decades, but there were also leaders there who, this was their first real encounter with the rest of the league. <laughs> mm. uh, and I think some of my favorite conversations were with those folks who were brand new, and just seeing the incredible community that they're now part of. Mm. Um, and to to see their ministry in this bigger context of um, something that God's doing on every continent around the world. Yeah, 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 that's fascinating. Uh, Dan, any takeaways from uh, that important time together? I, I thought it was a beautiful just representation of the appropriate way uh, to lead. And uh, mm. so from Bible League, it, it's our desire to lead from a place of being humble and, and serving others. Yeah. And it's one thing to say that. Uh, sometimes mm. it's difficult to do that every day in practice. And, and what I saw uh, from the team here was a, just a beautiful, appropriate representation of, of leading from a place of humility and service. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you that uh, it made me so proud. Mm. Uh, to see our team uh, lead in that way and and to watch our partners around the world feel that um, and and many of them in conversation uh, talking about how their intention is to bring that leadership that style of leadership to their country Mm. Um, and that's so different oftentimes where we know that we are working and serving in countries where the typical leadership structure is the, the elders in the community are the ones that make the decisions. Mm. They're the ones with the right to speak. And, and, the, and the younger folks I have no right to do that. And it was just a very beautiful representation of how I, I think the Lord has served us when yeah. he was here on the earth. And I, I'm so proud of the way that mm. the team carried that out uh, at that conference. Yeah, yeah. Yos. I got a I got a wonderful story about that. We got a little uh, reflection back from one of our partners in Tanzania, and um, yeah. he was he came into this conference the first time, probably the first time he was in such a big you know conference. And he came into the room, saw, sees all these tables, and thinks, "I can't sit on the front tables. The, the, that's for mm. the the VIPs. That's for the important people. Mm. I probably have to sit in the back." And during the days, he sensed that. There's something different here. On the third day, he sits down at the front tables, and this is what he <laughs> writes: "I took the, I mean, I took the liberty to sit down on the front tables, and nothing happened. It was this great sense of of unity and humility, and he he, he could just sit there with with everybody else and participate. And I thought that was a, that was a great testimony mm. what you just shared, Dan. Yeah. All right, I got to throw this in there. You probably had some incredible Thai food, right, when you were there. Oh yes, <laughs> sticky rice with mango and <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, all kinds of incredible things. Dan, many of our uh, donors know that you are the esteemed grandson of our founder, uh, the late William and Betty uh, Chapman. Um, as you think about uh, 2023 and reflecting on uh, really this incredible year of ministry, right? What stands out in your mind? Well, wh- one of the uh, things I did kind of leading up to this conference is uh, I'll you know flip through some of the historical sewers. Mm. The, the sewer was the, the magazine that we yeah. produced, certainly yeah. in the early days that talked about things going on. And I was struck by an article that my grandfather wrote in 1968. So Bible League would have been 30 years old mm. at that moment. And he wrote this article uh, titled, I Don't Know. Now, I mean, if you knew my grandfather, that feels like the opposite 
of my grandfather. He seemed to know a lot and seemed to have a vision of all the things that he was going to do and that Bible he was going to do. And, and to see a, an article titled, I don't know, was remarkable. And, and as mm-hmm. he went through there and, and you really get a sense of who he was as a man, like n- not the man that we make him out to be today, right? We put him on a pedestal and, and, and that's good, but he was just a man. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. wrote this article titled, I don't know. And it really encompassed a lot of how I'm feeling today um, with Bible League. And, and you would think 85 years later, we ought to know something, right? Mm. We, we ought to know exactly where we're going, exactly what the vision is. And, and we do. We have good plans. But the truth is, we don't know what God is going to do. Mm. And, and that's where my grandfather was writing this from, is with this sense, since before Bible League started, that he didn't know what God was going to do in this ministry. Mm. He didn't know fully how God was going to use him and his family and, and my grand and my dad and my mother and, and so many others over the years. But then that, that reflection, he says, here's what I do know is I know that we serve a God who's going to be faithful. We serve a God who is going to honor his word, who is never going to put us to shame when we put ourselves out there and trust in him fully. Mm. We serve a God who is going to provide for us And we serve a God who is going to continue to lead us for his glory and for his honor. And and that encapsulates how I feel today. We have wonderful plans of what we want to do at Bible League. But I believe that God is going to do things that we have no idea what (laughs) it's actually going to be. And that's that's a fun place to be. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Rob, as we looked ahead to uh, to 2024, um, our 86th year of ministry, right? Our Genesis came Good Friday, 1938. What are some of the new opportunities available to us? Or what are some of the new needs that we're looking at, maybe for the first time, or at least in a long time? Yeah, the biggest need is just to keep up with all that God's doing out around the world. <laughs> um, we saw a 30% increase in the number of people reached in 2023. Wow. Um, just an enormous number, almost mm. 3 million people that were served by Bible League uh, over that year. We saw a two-thirds increase in the number of churches planted by the church planters who we were able to help train and facilitate. Um, 2,600 churches planted around the world. Just mm. incredible. And what that means is that this ministry is growing. Uh, it's growing quickly, and that means we need more Bibles. We need more Bible study booklets. We need more trained Bible study leaders, uh, more trained church planters, more trained literacy teachers. Um, and so that that's our biggest opportunity is just to try to keep up with that growth. Uh, we also have some new things like audio Bibles that are um, being incredibly well received. And one mm. audio Bible can reach a whole group of people who sit together and listen to God's word together in their language uh, and then engage yeah. in, in study and discussion about that. So um, there, there are great things like that that we are able to, to do more of as well. Yeah, Rob has listed a number of things. Yos, how do you prioritize all that? What what comes first, right? You know that it, it's 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 in a sense very overwhelming. You know what Rob is just sharing. Mm. Um, you look at you look at all the ministry happening around the world. We we literally have areas where there there is you know a, a waiting list for people to get into our program. Yeah. Uh, God is opening all those doors, and it it can feel overwhelming and it gets to that sense that Dan shared earlier, like, I don't know how we're going to do this, <laughs> uh, but that is a great place to be. And, and, and because of that, I think our priority is our relationship with the Lord, is our relationship with each other. Uh, our priority is always to stay close to what God has called us to do, and that is to get the word of God out 
to proclaim mm. Jesus, the good news, uh, into this world one at a time. And, and one of our other priorities is do that in a way that we are united in how we do that as a ministry. Yeah. And I'm not talking tactics and strategies. Those are all really important things. But how, how do p- people participate in a vision and in a mission? It's not they, that they understand the techniques. It's that they understand the heart mm-hmm. and they want to be part of it. And, mm-hmm. they wanna, and it's part of having our hearts right to what God is calling us to do and to uh, to participate in that t- together. And I, I see that as the biggest priority of our ministry is to to stay in prayer together, to stay close to, to the Lord uh, together. Because I believe through that, th- the Lord will do the rest. And, and he will surprise and he will open doors and he will do things that, you know, we've seen in the last 85 years that that are not a guarantee for the next 85 years. Mm. Um, but as as Bill Chapman wrote in that article, yeah. when when there was when we celebrated the 30-year anniversary of Bible League 55 years ago, he said, I don't know, but I can trust God because he has done it so very hmm. well. Yeah. And like, yeah. that mm. says it I all. I love that. Mm. Well, several of our key uh, ministry uh, scriptures I'm thinking of uh, Isaiah 55. They're etched right on the front of our building, right? That that means they're pretty important to us. You know, that, that scripture is, uh, you know, my word will go forth. It will not return void. It will accomplish my purpose, right? How important is that as you look at a new year of ministry? Is that still important to us? Is that still a driver in our ministry? It, it absolutely is still a driver. Um, and it's not only a driver, it's a reality. Hmm. Uh, Dan and I were in Cuba uh, in July. And we met this lady, um, I think she received a red New Testament from Bible League in 1961. She was sharing hmm. it with us. At that point, there were people of Bible League there. Actually, it was Dan's grandfather, uh, or father, I think it was your father who was My there, yes. who was sharing the vision of Bible League at that time in 1961 with this lady. And, you know, from then on till we met them a couple of months ago, Nobody really knew what was going on, but God, God was working in mm-hmm. there. Like, yeah. And what we saw 62 years later meeting them was the fruit of their work. You know, the, the word of the God does not return void. They were instrumental in building the church in their area. It was amazing. So God went mm-hmm. on with that work. He did. He fulfilled that promise in Isaiah 55, 11. And the beautiful thing, we didn't know about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a beautiful mark to that as well. Just the story that you shared, Yos, where if you look again in Proverbs uh, 55, right after verse 11, you know, there's a mark of the Lord working, and that's that there will be joy and will be led in peace. Mm. You just think about that story with that lady who had that Bible. When she spoke, there was joy mm. and there was a peace that was there. And so that really is one of the things to look for. Uh, when, when the Lord is working, we will see it and we will know it. And, and I love if we go just a little bit further at the very end of Isaiah 55, you know, for what purpose? So th- there's work to do. There's a lot. But the purpose is to make the Lord known. Mm. And, yes. and so that we know. We, we hold that close. Everything that we do is for that purpose, is to make the Lord known as a permanent reminder to his goodness and his power. At the uh, start of this new calendar year, um, what would you say to our staff around the world, our donors, those, again, that pray for us, they uh, they uh, support our, our ministry, they advocate for everything that Bible League is all about? 
What would you say to those two groups of people right now? Anybody can take that one. Sure. I'd, I'd say God is using you. Hmm. Um, God is using you in powerful and mighty ways uh, to do things that are more than any of us would have imagined that we could do on our own. Uh, and I think that that's a, a great fulfillment of Scripture. It's a great answer to many prayers. Um, I think one of the the beautiful things about the, the conference we just had was that we spent a day together just in prayer, just around tables and people kneeling on the floor, people standing with their hands lifted to heaven, um, people in small groups and in large groups, uh, just con- spending time with God mm. and asking for uh, his wisdom, his vision, his uh, inspiration for the ministry, his leading of the ministry, and that everything we do would be um, following him. And I, I think that when we come together as the league, whether that is as donors or as volunteers or as staff or as um, Phillips and people out in the field, uh, hundreds of thousands of people each year gather together in this in this effort uh, it is God's work, mm. and it is God's hand guiding all of it. What a privilege to be able to participate in, mm. in the mission of God. Uh, that's a miracle in itself, you know, that he would use us. And I think that's what was speaking for the conference as well, is you see the flaws, you see just regular people, you know, and I say that with the most respect, but regular people participating in, in the mission of God. Um, mm. uh, you know, trying to be united, trying to follow Christ, uh, and trusting Him that uh, that He's going to do it. But that's you know, our staff, our supporters, our volunteers. You're all part of that that big story. Mm. We all play a role, and in God's economy, everybody plays that role equally. You know, we do that in different capacities and in different responsibilities, but everybody plays that role equally. He values every single person and we just come out of the christmas season hmm. and in the christmas season it's a story about specific people in specific places normal people that nobody knew before hmm. and god just invites them in the, into the grandest story ever and they they can play a role in that i hmm. mean how awesome that is yeah yeah Dan, as uh, we wrap up uh, this podcast, it's been a joy to have you guys here, by the way, today to get all three of you in one studio. It's uh, pretty amazing, <laughs> right? But would you uh, would you lead us, those of us here in the studio and those listening um, around the world, uh, in a prayer of thanksgiving to God for his faithfulness and then to ask him for his leading in this new year? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, my pleasure to do that. Let's pray. Oh, Father, uh, we come before you uh, today with thanksgiving, uh, thanksgiving for another year uh, of ministry uh, that has happened at Bible League through your provision, uh, through your grace, through your love. Father, I am so grateful for the work that you have done in and through this organization for for 85 years now. Uh, and Father, it is um, it is humbling to me as I look back and think of the way that you worked through my grandfather, my grandmother, um, and then my my family along the way, and Father, the way that you've chosen uh, to use me, um, I'm humbled by it, and I also understand that I am one of many. You have used so many remarkable men and women through the years in this ministry, and I'm grateful for each one of them. I'm I'm grateful for the team that we have around the world right now, Father, whose, whose hearts are for the lost. And I pray, Father, that you would continue to help us as an organization uh, to do a better and better job of that each and every year. And Father, I'm, I'm grateful for the many partners that you've given us 
to help carry that work out and to support this ministry and to pray for this ministry, Father. And we remain dependent. Uh, That's really the theme that I have on my heart, Father, is we are dependent on you for each moment and each day. And we certainly are dependent on you for the future of this ministry, Father. And so we put it at your feet. Uh, The whole purpose that we have here is to introduce people to you, Father, to lift you up and to glorify you. And I pray, Father, that you would help us to do that well and that we would do it with that mark of joy and that there would be peace that comes. And so we give you thanks for all that you've done and we look forward to all that you might do. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Dan, for leading us in that prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord for his faithfulness over the last year and asking for his guidance in 2024. I've been joined today by Dan Chapman, who is chairman of the board at uh, the Bible League, grandson of Bible League founders William and Betty Chapman, and Yo Snoop, president and CEO, and Rob Bullock, executive vice president of Advancement. I'm grateful for our time together today, guys. Friends, thank you for listening and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts in this new year. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter in Verse of the Day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. Email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for the Word in Action podcast.